Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Joe and Joe Weather Show. Yeah, we're still around, and we are back together in the Joe and Joe Weather Show, brought to you by Omni True Value Hardware, and they got mulch. They do. They have mulch, and they're getting ready for spring, so you'll be ready for spring to get your yard in order. So uh, give them a call. They're at 1226 North Wellwood Avenue in West Babylon, 631-756-1125, uh, and their website is omnitruevalue.com, and also brought to you by Wholesale Holiday Lighting by Giannini at 162 Ocean Avenue in Lindenhurst, 631-957-5106, and their website is liholidaylighting.com, your holiday lighting specialist, and they'll meet all your decorating needs when the time comes. And, well, we're already into, you know, almost into March, Joe, which means Easter isn't too far away. And also St. Patrick's well, Day. Easter year comes, I think, on uh, April 6th. Okay. So it's a little early this year. All right. And, uh, you know, you got St. Patty's Day and St. Joseph's Day and all the rest of it. Uh, I want to uh, show everybody, by the way, that Joe is is among the living. Joe, I was accused last night by a uh, a troll of trying trying to kill you. Uh, that uh, I'll tell you what tried to kill me it was was the was the heavy, wet, slushy, unexpected three point six inches topped off by a thin coating of ice. That's what tried to kill me. Well, it, this person said oh. that uh, my forecast was 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 way off. Uh, I actually gave you a couple of inches, but I didn't give you three. Um, but my forecast was way off and that it was trash and that I was deliberately trying to kill you. So um, he is. No, I, I, you know, the thing is, on, <laughs> on Saturday night, I had said and I had posted this on Facebook that I didn't really think very much of what was going to happen on Monday. Um, I looked at the uh, at all the models. They suggested that we were going to see um, low level mild air, which would probably cause the snow to come down, you know, as big fat flakes, not accumulate all that much. And I didn't look at a single weather map from that moment, from Saturday night, all through Sunday and on into the first part of Monday, because I was doing other things. I was involved in another sure. project. And so when my wife said, it's snowing, I said, yeah, big deal. And then she said, you know, it's sticking. I said, really? And I looked outside, there was a light coating. I said, well, it's going to change over soon. And it never did. No, it didn't. It never did. And I, I saw um, Bill Goodman had posted on his Facebook page that the models had made a sudden change toward colder conditions. Yes, they um, did. On Sunday, on Sunday and Sunday night, and that they very rapidly, they being the uh, staff at the National Weather Service, they posted winter weather advisories, which, again, I wasn't even aware of. I Again, I, I was not looking at the weather, didn't think much of this because... I looked at it on Saturday night and said, ah, this is not going to be any big deal. And and then about four o'clock, I looked out the window and I said, I guess we're going to have to go out and get rid of this stuff. Yeah. And uh, uh, Sunday, Sunday afternoon, um, Sunday afternoon, when I saw the, the NAM come in uh, and, and and also I, you know, seeing that it was colder, I, I, I whipped up a, a snowfall forecast map rather quickly and uh, it would have been. It was actually very good for for Central PA and for South Central PA, um, but if I had only tucked, I had the trace line 
running through New York City and the North Shore of Long Island, if I which was kind of close, but the two-inch line needed to be, you know, the one-inch line, the two-inch line needed to be about maybe 30 or 40 miles further to the east. And so did the three-inch line, by the, by the way. Yeah, um, that, was, uh, that was rather odd. Um, another odd part of that event was Sunday evening when you mentioned about the winter weather advisories because I couldn't understand this. So Mount Holly, uh, you know, and, and they have uh, coverage of, of Southeast PA, and then it goes up to a few counties in Northeast PA, and State College has the rest of them. So, and, and of course, they have most of New Jersey except the Northeastern counties. So they put up a winter weather advisory for the Pennsylvania counties, which made total sense, okay? And then they put it up for Warren County, but not for Sussex County, which I thought was really strange. So I couldn't, but and and, and to right up right up until now, I still don't know why they did this. They put it up for Warren County. I looked at the forecast for Sussex County; it was identical to the one for Warren County, where they had they went for two to uh, two to four inches up up in you know, up in that area. And I kept thinking, well, the. It, the start time is going to be the same. It's probably going to start five minutes later in Sussex County than it would in, in, in Warren County. I, did, I just did not understand why they did not include. So then, and then eventually they did include it, but and, and a few a bunch of others too. But I just thought that was just really odd. And I, I was going to message them and say, "Can you explain this to me? Because I'm just kind of trying to understand it." But I decided no. I didn't want to come across as being critical or anything like that. Um, but we did also, by the way, and uh, I talked about it last night, and it was, uh, I took it as the, when I first read it, I was weird, but I know you're going to have a similar reaction than I did. But uh, we had a, a comment on, on our YouTube video, I guess the one from Thursday, uh, or maybe it was on my Weather in 5 videos, which I did anyway over the weekend, that um, you and I are not allowed to take off together. Uh, I was, they, they, uh, we, one of us needs to be on when the other one is off. That was the proclamation. And I, I looked at that and I thought, oh my God, I'm getting a, I'm getting an email from management here. But after I, I just like took a minute, took a breath. It, and that's what they used to, and that's what they used to do. Yeah, they used to do to uh, us. Bio, one, we used to get that kind of stuff. And it, for example, um, one of us had to be there uh, and uh, more often than not, it was both of us anyway, on the major holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, neither, both of us were not allowed to take off simultaneously. Which, which, which made at no sense time. at all. I mean, none of the, none of the, nothing that management ever does made, made, made any sense. Uh, nor and, were we allowed, nor, you know, you, you, you hear, you know, people say, says, I'm taking my two weeks off, I'm going up to the mountains or go fishing. Or something. We were not allowed to take two weeks off. We could take one week off, but we were not allowed to take two consecutive weeks. Yeah, that made, that, that's another thing that, that was ridiculous. That was just made yeah. absolutely no sense. And of course, if you didn't use your vacation time by the time the year ended, you lost it anyway. So, right. you know, which, which, was which was preposterous and somewhat shady, if you ask me. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so anyway, uh, but I, I, I took it as a compliment uh, that uh, they just can't live without us, Joe. <laughs> Well, I went. I, I, I tuned in. I tuned in here on this channel 
at 5.15, simply because I wanted to get the, uh, the URL so I could put it on my uh, Facebook page, tell everybody to watch us at 7.30. 5.15, and I'm not going to mention who it was, but there was one person on the chat board, and I'm saying to myself, there's, there's one person two hours and 15 minutes before we even start. Oh, it's wonderful. They get on it. Sometimes if I put the link up really early, like a Every once in a while, I'll do it in, 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 the, in the morning if I've got things to do in the afternoon. So I'll put the link up early. And the people are already popping on there. It's, I think we, you know, it's wonderful. <laughs> I, it's so it's great that, that uh, folks on the chat board get on, uh, on, on early. And uh, I have to tell you, last night, too, was the first time I soloed a show in a long, long time. Uh, yeah, I, I, was having a, I had a rough time without you. I just want you to know that. I, I, was, on the, I was on the couch <laughs> and for some nice. reason, my, my in fact, for whatever reason, my wife was on the chat last night. She's there. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I did see her there. Yes. Uh, I just, I just could not. I would have been useless last night, Joe. I just, I had not looked at anything. And I think it was like six thirty or six forty when we got inside, and that's like fifty minutes to go to the show, and we hadn't even had anything to eat yet, and I was all wet and bedraggled. I think I said, "There's no way in the world." I'm going to be in the state of mind to do a show tonight at seven seven thirty. So I'm I'm all excited because I bought I uh, I went out today and I I bought a large monosecond monitor and I have it up to the side here so I have the chat board is is up and I can see everybody you know doing their thing and and I can actually read it because the 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 the, the, the monitor is big big so the print is is uh, large enough. And uh, that's a great thing. And welcome, everybody. David Fuller, our first Super Chat hit of the night, Joe. Thank you, David, uh, for for all that. And I'm just trying to think if there was any other general announcements. Mm, no, I don't I, I don't recall. I don't have anything else I, 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 I wanted to bring up. Do you? No. Um, and really, there's not much to talk about. I, uh, I think we're going to have a week, a little minor front move through. Tomorrow evening with maybe, maybe a shower, um, and then it will turn dry. And uh, next next few days, um, milder temperatures, helping to melt all the uh, the white stuff up here. <laughs> did you get any? Did you get any uh, any snow uh, today? Yes, we did. We had uh, a little bit of snow that fell, you know, during the uh, late morning hours. I didn't even want to look at it. I, I said, just just go away. <laughs> I hear that in uh, portions of Northeast Pennsylvania, they had close to an inch, but we did not have, thank God, anything like that locally here, at least this afternoon. Yeah, it didn't really look like any, this one really didn't look like it was going to be much of a, uh, you know, for much of a surprise. Now, uh, we always talk about upside when it comes to snow, uh, but uh, what about temperatures for tomorrow? This is the kind, you know, we're in, we're in late February, and sometimes when you get the right setup in late February, if you've got the right wind, like a west wind, and you have a, a, a decent amount of sunshine, uh, there are instances where we can be much higher than uh, what uh, the models are telling us. And, you know, you wind up busting through highs by you know, 5 to 10 degrees sometimes, uh, the forecast highs. So I, I'm seeing, you know, weather service numbers, they're going upper 50s down and near 60 around Washington, D.C., Baltimore, and Point South. Uh, I made it to 60. I'm down in Georgia, so I made it to 61 today, and uh, 
probably going to get close to 70 tomorrow. Uh, but they got 50s. You know, New York, they're going 49. Uh, for New York City, 52, 53 for Philadelphia, 52 for Harrisburg, 47 for your house, 47 for Danbury, uh, 47 for Hartford. You think there's any room for a little upside here tomorrow if we get enough sun and a west wind? Actually, I think we're going to be seeing more of a south-southwest wind. I, I think here where I am, and I, I tend to be uh, very similar to, well, somewhere between uh, the temperatures they see at uh, Newburgh and uh, at Danbury in, uh, in Connecticut. So I'm thinking that we're going to see here locally low to mid-40s tomorrow. New York probably has a good shot at getting to 50 tomorrow. So we're going to have a lot of sunshine. There'll be some high clouds coming in in advance of that fast-moving front that I mentioned um, later in the day tomorrow. But it should be a pretty decent day, maybe one of the nicer days that we've had around here for, for a good number of days. In fact, I can tell you, we had, I think, uh, not... Uh, uh, more than a week ago, we had a day where, I think it was on a Monday, we hit 49 degrees, or maybe it was a Sunday, Sunday or Monday, 49, and I said, well, enjoy it while it lasts, because we're going to turn colder, and we were expecting more snow, and sure enough, that was the case, so tomorrow might be the nicest day that we've had around here in more than a week, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, um, yeah, yeah. with all the snow cover on the ground. Yeah, it was one of the things, by the way, that long stretch. I got the satellite loop uh, up on the screen. You can see all the clouds are kind of lined up right along the northern part of the U.S. and running pretty much straight west to east. Uh, we've been saying how there's been um, no blocking uh, at all. So everything's just kind of moving along. We get these shots of chilly air. They move out. You get a warm-up. Next front moves through. Uh, we'll chill down. And on and on, uh, on it goes. Uh, the uh, southern half of the U.S., Joe, looking you know really dandy here. I mean, just lots of sunshine, uh, to, you know, through much of the southern half. I saw, of the a, I saw a picture of our, I saw a picture of our dear friend Addison Green, who lives and works for a television station in the Houston uh, area in Texas. Last week, uh, Addison posted a uh, uh, an image of him. Uh, he had bought a bucket for three dollars and was filling it up with water from the. Uh, pool that they had. In the yeah, I know that was terrible. <laughs> trying to trying to use it on his toilet, or yeah, because he had toilet. electricity, but he had no water. Correct. And today there was a big pic. There was a picture of him with a big smile on his face, uh, enjoying the fact that I think he got up to seventy six degrees in Houston. Nice. So quite a quite a comeback from 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 last week. Yeah, exactly. By the way, speaking of satellites, and I think this is something I'm really excited about this. Uh, uh, but I got an email today and I signed up and I paid my money. Uh, but, uh, the, uh, Starlink internet service from via satellite is, uh, is coming online. And this area I'm in is one of the first eligible areas for it. So sometime in the next couple of months and hopefully not much longer than that, um, I'll have, uh, an internet connection that'll be absolutely lightning speed. And uh, so I'm really excited about that. That'll at least take care of whatever technical issues that I've been having from here from time to time with uh, buffering and and everything else. So everybody will be happy sometime, maybe before the summer, um, I'll I'll be on uh, super high speed satellite Internet service, which. So now are you are you uh, are you down in Georgia now? For good I, or no, no, I'm 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 down for I'm down probably till I'll be up back I'll be back up at the end of March. I had I had some things I had to take care of, so uh, I am operating in uh, in the Peach State, 
Okay, so there, there you go, folks. So when you're going to get your next and hopefully last shot of <laughs> wintry conditions will probably be when Chiapi returns late in March. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, if it happens any sooner, unlike the last time, I'm not coming up for it. I had my uh, I had my fill while I was there. And by the way, yeah. um, so I think thir- the, the snow from Thursday of last week, uh, so it snowed all day Friday, and uh, we wound up with um, uh, another two to three inches across Long Island. And then on Saturday, when the upper trough came through, it was snow showers, Joe, almost all day long. Bill Goodman messaged, oh. Bill Goodman messaged me at seven in the morning, and he just with three words, "Make it stop." Yeah. <laughs> it just wouldn't yeah. stop, and all day, all day long, it didn't accumulate, you know, other than odd coatings here and there. But it was all day stuff that was just coming off of Long Island Sound in the northwest flow with the upper trough there. Finally, at about 7 o'clock Saturday evening, it, it shut off. So it, it, I got to go back and look at the Islip OBS to see how many hours uh, in a row. Uh, that uh, Now, some of, some of that time it went over to uh, you know sleet and freezing drizzle and all the rest of it. So it wasn't snowing all straight through. But uh, I, I'm just kind of curious as to how long. It might have gone like 60 hours straight with um, with wintry precip in there. And, of course, if you weren't on last night, Joe, we got the new radar up thanks to UCAR, uh, the uh, U.S. radar, which is pleasant to the eye and meets the uh, approval of Bill Rogers of Vermont, who I don't see on the chat board tonight. Uh, Doug Wetzel, by the way, just hitting Super Chat. Thank you, Douglas, for the cup of coffee emoji. Uh, and uh, Joe and I certainly appreciate that. Still a couple of leftover uh, showers up, the, uh, uh, snow showers up in upstate New York. You're seeing them on the radar tonight, uh, and a little bit of activity in, in and around the Boston area, and uh, also seeing uh, some activity now moving into parts of Wisconsin through the Northern Plains, scattered up through uh, Montana, and on up into the Pacific Northwest. It's basically everything is to the pretty much draw a line along 40 degrees north latitude. Everything is north of there and south of there. The radars are, are silent, clear down to Florida. You talk about Saturday, Joe. Well, one o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday of last uh, weekend, uh, I scraped away a lot of the stuff that was lingering on the deck and also uh, on my driveway and in especially my back patio. And four o'clock, three hours later, we had a heavy duty snow shower and everything was white once again. And at that point, I just wanted to take my head and just bang it up against the wall. I mean, this, 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 this was this was not a good week if you aren't particularly keen on snow. And I'm happy to say that over the next seven days, it really doesn't look like we're going to see much, if any, threat of snow coming. But the thing that's really going to get me PO'd is the fact that, yeah, I, I said, you know, backloaded winter, and I said, yeah, Central Park, 40 inches. Central Park is now, I think, at 30, 38 point 8. something. 38.2. And if, and let me tell you something. If they don't get that last 1.8 inches to make it to 40, I'm going to go, I'm going to go bazonkers. <laughs> Joe, if, for all intents and purposes, it, it, it's, it's, it's 40. Okay. It really is. Um, I want it's close enough. Uh, what's that? <laughs> You want you want, want you, you want one point seven. 
Well, look, the odds are very much in your favor. I'll tell you how what I think about. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what I think uh, when we get to. Uh, let me let me run through. Let's run through a couple of more maps here. Uh, uh, as far as watches and warnings are concerned tonight, uh, really not too much going on. Uh, northern Wisconsin and the Upper Peninsula of Michigan with winter weather advisories, and also back from uh, northwestern Minnesota across northern North Dakota into northeastern. Montana, uh, seeing winter weather advisories there, a scattering of them through the Rockies, and we've got avalanche warnings up in northwestern Montana and northern Idaho. Winter storm warnings in the Cascades in Washington, a um, couple of other odd wind advisories here and there, including one in northwestern Virginia and Johnny Quest country, western Maryland and northeastern West Virginia, uh, having uh, some wind issues uh, tonight. Uh, but uh, other, the other than actually maybe that I didn't even read the wind advisory. Maybe it's not for tonight. Maybe it's for tomorrow uh, with ahead of the cold front. Uh, the fine weather guy I am. I'm not, I didn't didn't check that uh, spe specifically. So um, I'm going to bring up the upper air as soon as the, the circle of death is done. <clears throat> By the way, I, I have noticed a few people experiencing some buffering issues to that. I apologize. I did just make an adjustment here to increase my my bit rate a little bit i'm playing with fire but i'm 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 uh, i'm taking a shot here so uh no block but there are a couple of interesting things that I, that 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 i noticed uh in the longer range joe uh one of the things well first off we've got this shot of chilly air that's coming in for thursday and friday and we actually do have at least temporarily, a, uh, a flow coming from Northwest Canada uh, for Thursday and Friday. It's not an especially cold flow, uh, but it's at least enough to bring temperatures down to seasonal levels. That uh, setup in the upper air is not going to last very long because uh, the uh, trough in the east pulls out, and then we get one that drops in the west. We get some ridging over the weekend. The GFS insists, by the way, that this vortex, something forms up. There's a vortex up in north uh, north of Alaska, uh, and, you, and you can see it there. And it's going to rotate around a little, and then started, it starts to drop southeastward and heads over towards James Bay and into northern New England uh, on um, uh, early next week. And the GFS has this quick shot of what looks like rather cold air for the beginning of next week that would last about a day or a day and a half. And then that pulls right. out. Okay. I was looking and, at this and thinking, go ahead, Joe, I'm sorry. If, if you look on the GF, if you look on the GFSX, the extended uh, GFS, uh, GFS, uh, the tabular numbers at, at white plains, white plains, mind you, wind velocity or wind speed for Monday morning, 30, now, it's, it's rare enough when you see uh, winds that far out at 20 or 25. They're, they're telegraphing, Joe, six days in advance, 30-mile-per-hour winds. If, if that were to be the case, we'd probably be you know, looking at high wind warnings yeah. on Monday, if that verifies. So, and, and it also comes, as you just mentioned, with a rather precipitous or decided drop in temperature from what we'll see on Sunday versus what we'll see on Monday and Tuesday. So something apparently, they, they apparently are making a lot out of that uh, that that uh, upper air system going across the Northeast and uh, inducing not only cold, but also wind conditions here 
uh, as we kick off the start of next week and the start, by the way, of a new month. Yes. This might be the, the, the March Lion arriving. Well, it could, it could be. But it, it also goes to where how I think something might happen. And just, just follow me on this. So I, I was looking at this and, you know, there's a little there's some ridging that is uh, building westward from the Azores to Iceland to Greenland. The upper low winds up dropping into Maine. And I was looking at this and say, too bad there's a kicker right behind it, because if there wasn't, or if that kicker was a little bit delayed, you could get this upper low to drop down further to the west. And that would open up an opportunity for maybe something to happen here snow-wise early next week. But that's a that's a long, long shot in my book, um, given that there's a kicker behind it. Um, what I, and what I mean by a kicker is another system that's rolling along, kind of just that, that just basically punts the one ahead of it uh, and just punts it out. Uh, but but my point is that even though when you look at the overall pattern is is nothing like what it was for uh, the three weeks uh, that started at the end of January, uh, how it would snow is inside this 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 unfavorable pattern. You get maybe a day or two where it lines up just perfectly that you wind up with with some sort of weather system where you have some cold air around. That would be the way. The, that would be the the way I think it, something could happen in the next couple of weeks. Let me point out that it was about this time last week that there was a lot of. I mean, not not a lot of you know, you know, a lot of chatter, but there were grumblings that uh, or rumblings that. On Friday, Friday of this week, uh, we might have a storm threat. There, there was right. With this talk about a system coming up out of the Gulf and high pressure building across the Northeast. And hey, if that storm comes a little further north and the high builds further south, you know. And I said, I don't even have the energy to think about <laughs> five, five days out. Of, Let's just play it, and of course, naturally, now there's there's no sign of that whatsoever. So. Right, I know, and I and I get that, but I'm I'm just saying that if it's going to happen, if it's going to happen in the next, let's say, two weeks, it's going to happen where you get something, you you get a something in that northern stream comes down and basically sets sets a table up for about two days because it's not going to be a three week long pattern where you're 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 you know you're basically in that bowling alley and you're the head pin and each you know each one after another comes your way this is going to be some this would have to be something that sort of you know finds a way to do it because you get again you get sort of a brief window where you get the flow from canada the energy's all in the right spot you've got some cold air around but again it would la it wouldn't last for more than a couple of days and then you would just go back to you know the same nonsense that you are let me just acknowledge by the way um digger 310 uh, a generous super chat hit. Thank you so much, uh, Digger. Most appreciated. He says, thank you, Joe and Joe, for all your great forecasts, especially in the last couple of weeks. Really most appreciated, Digger. Thank you very much indeed. All right, so thank that you. upper, go ahead. Yeah, that upper low pulls out. You know, we're back to sort of a westerly flow here. Uh, now we're into March 4th with a trough in the west and, and mostly, well, you know, it's some kind of upper low that it forms near Bermuda. The, um, the longer range toward the end of the forecast period, it gets a little more interesting to me because of the fact that it looks like the EPO, the East Pacific Oscillation, is going to try and go negative uh, around, say, March 8th or 9th. Uh, you get an upper high that's building over Alaska into northwestern Canada. And, you know, 
the um, the ensembles were showing this overnight. Uh, the uh, European ensembles were showing it uh, also uh, for the long range. So maybe maybe after around March 10th, maybe there's a window there, say between March 10th and March 15th, uh, where uh, you, you you could get a, a chance for something to happen. Again, this would be uh, this is and it won't be anything that we're will be that obvious to you and to, to us until we probably get into the short range anyway. But I'll just put that out there. I still think there's going to be at least one more opportunity for snow uh, between now and the end of March. I'm predicting that. Well, you know, once we get to St. Patrick's Day, the odds of, uh, of, of heavy-duty snow rapidly diminishes. So although, I, at although least we did get Although we did get it in 2018, so... We, and that was, I believe, was after St. Patrick's yes. Day. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. The the, the uh, instance of uh, of a big snowfall after after mid March is, is it drops fairly quickly. It ha it would have to be an almost perfect. You'd have to get the blocking back. No, you'd have to get the blocking back. You have to get the and you absolutely have to have the negative EPO. You have to get that negative East Pacific oscillation to bring that bring colder air down from Canada. Otherwise, it, it would be a really tough sell. So we'll see. I'm all I'm all I'm asking for is for Central Park 1.8 inches more. That's all. That's all he I don't wants. Want, Give him his 10 inches or 50 or whatever like that. Just a couple inches more, and I'll be happy. Uh, and you should be. And uh, okay, so yeah. weak front weak front tomorrow. That goes out. Cold high builds in. Uh, temperatures looks like seasonal Thursday and Friday. Low 40s for hot highs. 20s for lows. That uh, that uh, much uh, talked about southern system is uh, uh, that that's the shower activity you see in South and North Carolina, and then um, you know that high goes out uh, to our south and, and and east and you know it looks like we'll probably bring in a little bit of rain here later Saturday into part of Sunday, and then we've got this you know th that big upper low dropping down Joe with that cold shot of air the 18Z GFS has a low in southern West Virginia. Uh, that uh, starts to deepen as it moves off the New Jersey coast. It actually changes, you know, as it produces an area of precip where it changes it to snow, uh, you know, upstate New York, like Albany and points north and in, you know, western and northern Pennsylvania and northern New England. And then the low deepens as it moves out. But that's cold air that's coming down. And, and, and the, as you said, the gradient is pretty tight here uh, going into uh, right. going through Monday and into Monday night. Uh, the upper low settles up in uh, northern New England or what is that, a 480, I can't, 498, 492, 480, it's a 480 thickness into a northern New York and northern Vermont. You know, we're down to somewhere between 510 and 504. So uh, that's a that's a, that's a a heavy-duty sh quick shot of cold air. And then just as fast as it comes in, it pulls out, and then you're back to what looks like a benign-looking weather pattern uh, for the end of next week. And after that, we'll just use our imaginations as far as what may or may not happen. Just looking here on the uh, chat board, people are talking about, uh, well, they're talking about the fact that uh, there's talk already, Joe, of some kind of a major winter weather maker by around the 19th or 20th of uh, March. Good uh, Lord. Then somebody mentioned, then somebody talked about the uh, April, April Fool's storm of 1997, which dumped about a foot of snow up here in Putnam and Northern Westchester. And uh, Barry Goldberg asks about who remembers April 6, 1982. That was a storm that uh, 
was the first ever blizzard in April, came on the first day of the baseball season at Yankee Stadium and dropped about 10 inches of snow on New York. I remember that one well. That's, you know, you do get these freaky systems that come along every once in a while into the early part of April, and then those were a couple of them. Oh, by the way, speaking of snow, the NWS Eastern Region put this up today, and I just I just grabbed it. Uh, I don't know that everybody. I'm going to try to make this a little bigger so that everybody can see it or try or, or attempt to. Uh, I'm not going to have success here. It's going side to side. Hang on, let me see if I can try. There we go. Maybe that's a little better. Okay, so it's got all the cities in the Northeast. Uh, their snowfalls uh, compared to uh, normal. Uh, what's interesting is uh, Syracuse, okay, which has got the one, two, three, four, five, number six of of the uh, of the major cities in the in the uh, Weather Service Eastern Region, uh, which by the way goes all the way down the East Coast. Uh, they're number six uh, with sixty point eight inches. They are thirty six inches below average. Uh, the average as of this date is 96 inches, okay? Binghamton is the number one, uh, and no surprise because 42 of those inches were from back in December, uh, 90.4, and the season-to-date normal is 59.6. Uh, as far as the uh, New York area numbers are concerned, um, we are running, you know, if you look at Kennedy, uh, uh, New York City, LaGuardia, and Islip, uh, the Islip normals are wrong because you know they the, the, the date is all messed up over there and has been for years. But uh, when you look at their numbers, we're all double the normal as of as of the uh, as of this date. Uh, so um, you know for the winter's over crowd, it didn't quite work out well for you, now did it? Uh, you knew I was going to get that in. Philadelphia is running above normal, uh, even with the even with the planes blowing the snow off the off the end of the runway. Uh, they still managed to measure 23.1 inches there. Washington D.C., which their average at this time of year is 17.4, they're only at 11.8, and Baltimore also 16.7, and they're only at 10.1. So. Um, it, it, it's it's been kind of interesting because you know a number of all the snow threats have underperformed in in in, the, in that particular area for for some reason, and of course we all know that the jackpot zone has overperformed in a big way, and that includes northern New Jersey. Bridgeport is 19.6 on their normal, which I don't believe. Uh, uh, 43.3 is where they're at. Uh, for snowfall, and we're not that far behind Cleveland. I thought would have had much more up until now. Um, they only had forty-three point two. I was kind of surprised. I thought that number would have been higher. Uh, they were at forty-eight point six. Forty-eight point six is the normal. Forty-three point two is what they have. Scranton, uh, the normal thirty-one point six, fifty point two uh, for their number. Allentown, twenty-four point six is normal, fifty-three point two. So also more than double uh, the. Uh, the normal there. Let me see if I can find Harrisburg. Where are you? Are you on here? Ruben Fairchild on the uh, chat board is asking, Joe, can you give a link to that snow table that's on the screen right now? Oh, okay. So I pulled this up off of Facebook. So if you go to Facebook and you go to the NWS Eastern Region, okay, they posted this today. Um, what I'll do is uh, in the, I'll save it. 
uh, and I'll I'll uh, I'll post it some uh, I'll post it somewhere for everybody to see. I'll, I'll put it up on my website, and then I'll put the link up. To, uh, I can't do it now, but um, maybe tomorrow um, be able to do that. But if you're on Facebook, just go to uh, 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 NWS Eastern Region, and then it's about the third post down that that this is up. <clears throat> I was looking for Harrisburg. Where are you, Harrisburg? Uh, Blacksburg, Virginia. Uh, 22.7 versus 19.4. I would have thought they would have been more above normal than that. Uh, Harrisburg, uh, 22.8 is the average, and they're at 32.4. So you get most of the cities are above normal, but there are some spots. There are the uh, the seasonal snow holes, as I like to call them, uh, that uh, always show up somewhere. Now you see Boston, Massachusetts there with 38.4 to date. Normal for them is 30, uh, 31. Um, I would have thought they would. Their number was a little higher. Well, yeah, they they they're, they're about seven. They're uh, seven. Joe, you're bouncing the thing all over the place. I'm sorry. <laughs> Boston is thirty-eight point four to date. Normal is thirty-one point four. So they're above, but only by about seven inches. I mention this because on this day, on this very day, fifty-two years ago in nineteen sixty-nine, we here in the New York metropolitan area got about an inch of wet snow that changed over to rain. But we were actually very, very lucky because while we were going through that, Boston was in the midst of a massive three-day snowstorm, which when it was all over said and done, had dumped 25 plus inches on the Boston area. It's their, it was their famed 100-hour snowstorm. You thought it was all, you know, the way, the way we had it last week. 100 hours of snow, 25 plus inches, we were like on the back edge of that storm, and all we got out of it was just an inch or so of slushy, wet snow. Meanwhile, in Boston, it just kept snowing hour after hour after hour after hour. And uh, I guess if it, if it took 100 hours to get to 25 inches for them, the snow really wasn't falling at a very heavy clip at any one time. Right. Because it, it was just like a steady, continuous snow that just mounted over a span of uh, several days. But that was what was happening on this day in 1969. Uh, Mark G wants to know where Smatamat is, and I, I'm still missing in action. <laughs> uh, 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 Timothy Veltman mentioned to me, mentioned today, mentioned to me today that um, it would be a good contrary indicator if Smatamat were to show up again to proclaim that winter, the, the fluke winter was over. <laughs> Gary Goldberg mentions, I didn't know about this. Maybe you knew about this, Joe. Alan Casper, Apparently, he had just gotten married in 1982 and flew back to New York from his honeymoon in Florida with his with permission of his wife so he could witness the first ever April blizzard. I'll have to verify that. I I, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. Um, I don't know either. I don't know. There's another I, I weather think, person. There's another weather person whose name will never be mentioned on this show uh, who. Um, who came back from Hawaii uh, to be on the air, but the reason why he came back was a little bit different. I, again, I'm not going to say anything more than that, but I, I'll have to, I'll, I'll talk to him tomorrow. I'll, I'll ask him about that. Uh, but I don't recall. I, I don't, it doesn't mean, you know, it didn't happen. I just, I just don't recall it. Then again, I, I can barely recall that what I had for dinner uh, a little while ago. I just remember that it was delicious. Yes. Yes, indeed. We had, we, uh, had we had something. Uh, maybe my wife will put 
put it on the chat board. Mr. Ruben Fairchild, <laughs> no, it's not the per it's it's not uh, the person that you mentioned on there. <laughs> it's not him. Okay, I promise. Uh, I'm sorry, Joe. What you were saying? We ha we had we had we had a very delicious meal tonight up here. I just simply don't know or don't remember or, or know how to pronounce it. I, 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 would, I, I no 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 no. It, it sounded it sounded like a a one of uh, a soupy sales uh, song from way back when. It sounded like Pafalathaka, but Pafalathaka is <laughs> never forget about what Pafalathaka is. I I'll tell you it's what like, I that. I mean, it was. I just. I. I. I threw this t together because I had really didn't have any time to get fancy, so I made. Um, you know, I. I. I made some zucchini, uh, with um, Parmigiano Reggiano cheese sprinkled on top, and then I made steelhead trout, uh, on, on the uh, on the stove on my uh, cast in my cast iron skillet. It, it was absolute heaven. I it was delicious. Right. And I'm not a big seafood eater, but this was just amazing. My wife on the chat board now. She says we had bake. Oh, tilapia. Tilapia. Okay, All so right. I you we both had fish tonight, but I had I had steelhead trout, which it, it was a, okay. it was it was delicious. It was absolutely delicious. Well, the the dinner tonight, the tilapia was delicious. Mashed potatoes, broccoli, carrots, all good. And healthy things that will help me live for another day. <laughs> and okay. Too. Tomatoes, carrots, potatoes, peas. Your mama okay. says you got to eat a lot of these. Peas. Macaroni alphabets, you toss in a scoop. Then you put them in a bowl and call them Campbell's soup. Um, Mr. Ruben Fairchild asked would I explain why I think that the Islip snow normal is wrong. The reason why the Islip snow normal, there's two reasons why. Um, one is... Uh, when you compare, and, and I, 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 I did this research back years ago, uh, and I bring this up every time somebody brings up the Islip normal. Uh, so uh, when you compare the normal at Islip to the normal at Brookhaven Labs, which has a data set that goes back uh, almost as far as, I actually goes back a little further than MacArthur Airports, uh, the numbers are just way too, way, just way off. The, the, the normals at, at uh, Brookhaven uh, prior, if you want to use a 30-year average, um, or, well, that's now in the low 40s. If you want to use the long-term average at Brookhaven, it's probably at about 33 or 4. So the Islip normal uh, is, you know, something like 19, is like 19 or 20, which I which I thought was 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 ridiculous. I lived two miles north of MacArthur Airport. Trust me, I, I it was wrong. So when I went back and looked at the Islip data for individual snow days, I discovered that uh, prior to, I'm going to say 2005 or 2000, right around 2005, it, the airport used to shut down at night. So if there was no, um, if it snowed at night, it didn't get measured. And, and so there were huge, there were snowstorms that I found throughout the early part of the 2000s that were completely missing, just not there, you know, and we're talking about events that produced eight, nine, 10 inches. Um, and then somebody would come in the morning and maybe take an op, you know, with, with how much snow on the ground. And then you would want, you, you would see that there would be, it would go down as two inches or no inches at all. So there's a lot of missing data given the fact that the airport used to close at night. 
So that's why uh, the normals at Islip are aren't. They didn't, even go out, they, are. they didn't even go outside and measure measure using a, a ruler on the planes. Right. No. Exactly. As opposed to the car tops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, that's uh, so that was kind of interesting because I lived. I literally lived as the as the uh, as as the, uh, the the vulture flies two miles northeast of, of MacArthur Airport. And, and I can tell you that those two miles made a big difference even when the numbers were right because of the topography of Long Island. I was on the other side of uh, of, of, of the spine that goes up in, into Bald Hill uh, in, um, in in Selden, which, which is the town next to me. And, and that, that's up about 450 feet above sea level. So that, that 450 feet made a difference, but so does that little, that ridge there. So because we would get wind coming off the sound and there would be you know, a little bit of Long Island sound effect and it would add extra inches to snowfalls a lot of the time. So um, that's the so 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 I'm, I'm believing I'm, I'm telling you that I'm right about this. OK, I know it sounds strange, but I'm right about this. Uh, so there you are. Yes. So there we are. Steve LaPointe talking about salmon, albacore, whitefish, some other fish are the best because they have. Uh, omega fatty acids that's that they do and and it really it just was it was delicious if steelhead trout tastes just like salmon by the way and i, I got a fresh piece from the uh from the supermarket here and it was um it was it wasn't uh, farm grown it was wild and and I, as i said i'm not a big seafood e eater but this was this was outstanding absolutely outstanding so anyhow uh, just trying to think if there's uh, anything else going on. I have nothing much else on my menu here. So no, I think the, the most exciting thing may be uh, as we get close to the weekend, see whether or not that uh, system is as robust as the GFS is advertising it to be now. So we'll see. Uh, 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 yeah, quiet. All, uh, all I season the fish with, uh, Mr. Rubin, is... Uh, <laughs> I uh, just put some granulated garlic on it and some coarse kosher salt, and I cooked it in olive oil. There's a little bit of olive oil for about like 10 minutes, five minutes on each side on a medium heat. It felt it, it was, and I I still have half the fish left because that's going to be my uh, my dinner for tomorrow. Oh, Christina Christina Pedia said I've accidentally had squid. That's that's yeah calamari. It's, it's if you have had fried fried calamari, you've had squid. It was the nastiest thing I ever had throughout the whole Oh, come meal. on. I oh. didn't eat for the rest of the day. Well, how did they serve it? I mean, I, I, I don't care for it except when it's, when it's fried. But if you've had fried calamari, you've, that's squid. And, yes, I want the 10. I, I specifically, I go to restaurants, and, you know, when I ask they got fried calamari, I ask them, you got, I, I, you got tentacles? Because I want the tentacles. Yes. Yeah. Those. That's the I best part. It. I can't stand it when. Um, I can't stand it when you when you uh, uh, when they have uh, the calamari on the menu, but they they only have the rings. They don't have the tentacles. Correct. It could be, uh, and I used to have calamari. Uh, my my uh, my mom for St. Joseph's Day, Joe. That was my yes. St. Joseph's mm -hmm. Day meal. It would be it would be uh, spaghetti with marinara sauce with calamari with the tentacles on yes. top. I'm not moving, but <laughs> but I love that. I I love that. Uh, calamari is one of my favorite favorite dishes. And yes, I'll take if they have the rings. I'll take the rings. One time I was uh, on a cruise, and my sister was. It was midnight buffet, and I told Renata, I said, 
I'm just going to go downstairs because I know my sister's down there. Just want to say a few words, sir, and then we'll, I'll come back. And, and I went downstairs. I said, I'm not going to eat anything. There she was on the line. We're mo I'm moving along the line with her. All of a sudden, I saw this gigantic vat of calamari rings, and I just looked at it and looked at it. And I just grabbed the plate and started scooping onto my plate. <laughs> and like my sister said, I thought you said you weren't going to eat anything. And I did my imitation of Yukon Cornelius. I said, behold, the bubble's one weakness, calamari. Calamari, yes. <laughs> Savage Stuffed uh, 20s is going to have a nice Cuban cigar tomorrow afternoon. Good for you. Enjoy it. Uh, just seeing it. Sardines, Craig Carlberg, not my thing either. You sure you don't want this cigar, Joe? No, God forbid. That thing's going to turn to dust if you ever smoke it. Don, uh, Don Leo Yo, got this Lord. in January of 2000. So this just celebrated its 21st birthday. I pray to God. Drawer. I pray to God you don't ever have to that the Mets don't win the championship and you like that cigar because when you do, you're gonna you're not gonna, only, you're, you're not gonna like it. The only stipulation is that the Mets either have to win the World Series or I have to win an Emmy. And since I'm out of television now, I, I put it all on the Mets. <laughs> but now with the now that they got the this guy, this multi-zillionaire buying off for every great player. Who knows? This may be the year when the uh, cigar. I'm only going to take one puff, Joe. That's all. One puff. All right. I'll tell you what. Even if it was a good cigar, I wouldn't know the difference between a good cigar and a lousy cigar. So, oh. By the way, we were 22 likes short of 100. So if uh, if you'd like to hit the thumbs up button for us, that would be great. Joe and I would appreciate it greatly. We're on a streak here. We haven't. Uh, we've broken 100. Every night for quite a number of nights. In fact, I even broke 100 last night. I was kind of surprised. Amazing. Uh, but if you could take us over the top, that would be terrific. And uh, you can also uh, want to be part of the chat I'll board. What, if we get, if right now, if we get to 200 tonight, I'll smoke the cigar. <laughs> no. Right. No, we're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> if you uh, want to be part of the conversation, uh, just use your Gmail account to uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel and you can uh, join in on the chat board with everybody else. Uh, uh, I just saw, what did I see? Oh, Sierra Sites says uh, scallops. Uh, she can, okay. I, I, I didn't read the the uh, one, but my problem with scallops though is I, I, I'm okay with scallops, but they, they always, they just don't really taste like, you know, they really don't taste like anything. Uh, they, they're very bland. You have to kind of wrap them with bacon or something. I've had you when you have them wrapped with bacon, you you're eating bacon basically uh, with filler. But I mean, scallops are okay. I, breaded, uh, you know, little breadcrumbs and, and and fried up a bit. Um, that works. Savage stuff says I should smoke a cigar on the stream. I'll tell you what, what I will do. Um, if if it happens that we get a very warm Sunday. Uh, while I'm down here at the, for the time being, if, if not now, when I come back, um, and because my, my plan is, Joe, I'm going to, uh, on Sundays, when the weather gets really warm, I'm going to take this outside. We'll do, I'll do the show from outside and, uh, yeah, then I'll smoke, then I'll, I'll smoke a cigar while, well, uh, while I'm, while I'm doing the show. Yeah. I'll be, it'll be, it'll be like George Burns. <laughs> exactly. Northern grace. Yes. Um, <laughs> I can deal with the fried clams, says Carl Carlberg. Cal, Cal, uh, Carl, Craig Carlberg, sorry. Uh, I can deal with the fried clams as long as they don't mess with your de with his dentures. Okay. 
All right, good. That's good to know. You don't want to lose your teeth while you're having clams. It's amazing that he mentions that because before dinner tonight, I had mentioned, I don't know why I mentioned it to Renata. I said, you remember that night when Warner Wolf was doing the sports and his dentures fell out? Say that again? Oh, Warner, yes. Yes, I remember that. Yes. <laughs> I, did, I, I, I remember when that happened. One of television's great moments. Oh, good All Lord. Right. All right. Come so on, I, we're one away from one one more like, for God's sake. You're at 99. 99. I'm at 98 on my screen. It's odd. You're up to date on the on the likes, and I'm but but the but the feed is about 20 seconds behind. And I'm one behind on the likes. Oh, now I'm at 99. There we go. We hit it. We All hit right, it. bingo. So our streak, <laughs> our streak of a hundred continues. Yes. And uh, we almost pushed it over to 830. All right. Oh, you know what? I think I got a Briller Jeopardy here. Hang on a second. I've almost forgot. Sorry, uh, Scott. I, I just, I heard, <laughs> I heard my phone bell ring in the other room and I just looked up and I was like, oh my God. Yes, we got it. Um, oh, that, you know, Steve LaPointe telling me we got a hundred likes. Let me see. Scott left me something. Here we go. Um, uh, hang on a second. Um, oh, uh, Scott says he sent you five messages. Let me see. Do I have a Briller jet? Oh, here's, here's a, 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 here's a Scott Briller fun fact. Okay. So of the previous nine Februarys that Central Park recorded at least 25 inches in the month of February, the average March snowfall was 4.5 and it ranged from as little as a trace in 2010 uh, when they set a record of, wait a minute, from a trace. And then in 2010, they set set a record of 36.9. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm not understanding this. Um, it, the range is from a trace in 2010 to as much as 8.6 inches. But then he's got in there, it says in 2010 when they set the record of 36.9. So I, I'm not clear you know what that means, but usually the average is 4.5. So uh, currently right. Central Park has 26. Okay. So I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm not, it's not clear to me what that, you know, what that, that power, what that paragraph is saying, but it's uh, interesting to note, Joe, that if we just get the average snowfall, you will be taken over the top uh, with, um, yes. uh, with your 40. Well, as I said, 7.7 .7 inches. Anything over 7.7 .7 at Central Park in December, nine times out of nine, the uh, the overall uh, amount of snow was 40 plus inches. So now, in order for that to make it 10 out of 10, we need just about again 1.8 inches of snow to get to 40. So let's do it. Right. We also have, by the way, and who am I talking to? Am I talking to you up there? Can you do that for me? 1.8 inches yeah. more for Central Park. And by the way. The point four that the park got yesterday. Uh, so uh, well, 22 straight days with at least an inch on the ground. The record is 56 in 1948. And I'm, you know, I thought he sent me a. We have, by the way, we do have the uh, next time we have Renata here on a Sunday. I've got the questions for that too. The chairman is working his COVID run tonight. Uh, so, but yeah, he sent you five messages just so you know. Okay. <laughs> I haven't, I have not looked 
I, I, I tell when you, you I take off, you take off. I take off, yes. Because I live down here. My Renata refers to this as my man cave. Yeah. Oh, he's always downstairs. <laughs> I probably see less of her now when I'm actually here physically in the house than I did when I used to go to work. But you are working <laughs> when you're downstairs. It's not oh, like yeah, it's I'm not doing, you're I'm working. Doing yeah. I'm yeah, well, I'm doing stuff. No, yeah, good. you're working. Okay. Yes. Qu quote, you're working. <laughs> Now he really he really does work when he's downstairs. You got believe, you got I, all that other stuff you do. I can't believe. Well, you 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 set me on uh, on library talks, and it is it is amazing um, how many talks I'm I'm lining up, especially later on in the spring. It's like it's like incredible. What what blows my mind is is that I'll be able to sit right here, not leave my house, but sit right here and do these talks. You know, it's. It's like it's like incredible. It's, yeah, uh, I don't have a single I don't have a single one book, but actually I do have tomorrow. Uh, I have a uh, I'm going to uh, be uh, join, joining the uh, Stony Brook Me a, a Meteorology Club, uh, Stony Brook University Meteorology Club. We're going to be doing uh, something on Zoom. Uh, with I'm going to be doing something on Zoom with them tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow it's morning. Amazing sometime. how our lives our lives have changed so much in one year. If you had asked me a year ago what Zoom is, I would have had no clue. I would have said Zoom was a TV show for kids back in the 70s. Yeah. And, now, and now who doesn't do Zoom? Yeah, and, and the truth is, um, even when things eventually get back to normal, there is going to be a certain, a certain part of the work environment that is going to remain um, at home uh, on Zoom. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot less business traveling and they, you know, figured out that, Hey, you can, you can do it from home. Uh, and, uh, you know, certainly zoom was a, a big part of this. Um, and they picked the right name for it because it became a verb. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, their brand is a verb is, is, is a common verb that everybody uses now. And Renata just mentioned on the chat board, but first he has to straighten up that room. <laughs> does, this look, does this look like a mess to you? No, it looks perfectly I mean, fine. fine. It looks yeah. it looks lived in. Yes. <laughs> so, exactly. All right. Call, I'm, I'm going to call it the rumpus room. <laughs> yes, exactly. When the when uh, Mr. Where where uh, what's his name was Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah, I forgot his first name. I remember the son's name, Bruce Ramsey. Bruce Ramsey. I forgot what. what well, I I, forgot yeah, what the, the actor was. Uh, what's his name? Frank Nelson. Frank Nelson. Frank, Freddie Frank Fillmore. Nelson. Freddie Fillmore. And his wife was Mary Jane. Mary Croft. Jane Croft. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Well. Every time, and every time, every time my wife and I have a rumpus, I end up down here. <laughs> I can't believe I can't remember the uh, Ramsey Ralph Ralph Ramsey Ralph Ramsey okay. yes because um, uh, you know uh, stood out in that in the episode with uh, Barbara Eden yes oh. right is, playing Brightest Dias Senior yes <laughs> I saw oh. an interview with, I saw an interview with with with, with Barbara Eden when she alluded to that episode. And she said, if there was one thing I learned real fast, it was stay away from Desi. Yes. 
Well, listen, let's say goodnight because my Perry Mason chime on my phone is ringing. So somebody's trying to call me. So um, All right. thanks, everybody, for being here. Appreciate it. And uh, we will uh, see you tomorrow at 7.30 Eastern time. And thank you for the super chat hits uh, tonight from David Fuller, Doug Wetzel, and Digger310. Thank you all so very much. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.